To Rainbow Beach, to the Switch, and everything in between. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. Have fun, guys! Go and have fun now. Your new local. You can love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo. Ladies and gentlemen, Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo back for 2024. Huzzah! Huzzah! That is so exciting. <laughs> I can't tell you how excited I am to be back for 2024. I went stir crazy over the break. Seven weeks off is far too long for someone like me who is newly single and, yeah, doesn't like her own thoughts. Didn't get your mingle on enough? Well, I tried. Mm. Uh, that could be a story for another day. Um, apparently I'm not very popular. Oh. Uh, lots of likes, but just, yeah, don't really get dates. So, yeah. As I said, and we've Welcome said back, this Hi. <laughs> we can take control of your love life if you like. Yeah. Look, I would trust your judgment if you were to pick that. Yeah. So if you wanted to, I, I would let you go. We can, oh, we can could, unpack this. I could let you loose on my online dating if you like. Well, compared to old mate in the corner, I'm a I'm a beginner. I've I'm you know. You wouldn't know how to use I've it. Only, well, I've, 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 only, I've, only had, I've never been on dating app. Haven't you? No. You've always been, you've always managed to pick up by so. You could give me some pointers. Oh, look, oh we're not going to. This okay, is not about me. This is not about how my life has gone and played out. Oh, I just got a quick. Peek into the future where Amity suddenly goes, Ben, why is why do you have Tinder and Bubble <laughs> and Hinge and Grinder on your phone? That's <laughs> for Lisa. I tell you what, Tinder was the worst. Oh, okay. Sure. We do day. need yeah. to have a story to another. News resolutions. You got one? I've got a few. Oh, broken two already. Oh. Um, you did say you were going to stop coffee. Have you done that? I've backed off a lot. Good on you. My New Year's resolution, and I don't want you to laugh, is that four out of five days, uh, three out of five, four out of five days, I'm going to make my own lunch to bring to work. Well, you're not doing that before. No. No, you always bring your lunch. I always bought by it. So. All right. And what are you doing to achieve this resolution? I'm making it at home. Yeah, but, you know, are you planning those days or are you just waking up and looking chicken? Good idea. Spatula's handbag. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good bought, start. Bought a barbecue chook. What did right. you have with it? Avocado. Good on you. And a bit of cheese. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yep. Bought a bag of popcorn at home rather than, you know, like. <laughs> you popped it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, look, that. I, I mean, I'm starting. <laughs> I mean, I go up the ultimate tight ass who we work with who yeah, makes his want... own lunch and like when he brings snacks, he brings a carrot. Um, if you yeah, want some lessons, Liam's a good person to learn from. Hey, look, I, I love that you're trying it, Dobbo. I think everyone should. And, you know, just because you fail doesn't mean you give up completely. I think you, even if you fail, you just pick it up again. It's all it's about consistency, not, you know. What's your other one? Well, one of them was to give up Tim Tams. It's a, oh. I, I love Why a Tim Tam. Why would you do that? Don't do that. No, don't do that. It lasted three days. That's silly. It lasted that three days. Life is too short Life's not to Life's too have short Tim not Tams. to do a Tim yeah. Tam slam. Yeah, yeah. No, don't, I don't do, do that. that. It just was one there and I dunked so it in the tea. So that one failed. What else yeah. failed? Well, the coffee one. I, I oh. wanted to purely give up coffee. That's a big and, ask. And I've always been two a day. Yeah. I haven't had one today. Oh, good. Well done. And no headache? No headache. Yesterday I had one. Yeah. Nothing on Saturday. So I was like sort of. That's I don't know impressive. why. I don't know why I want to give it up, but I just may, mainly purely money, cash. Yeah, the Amity a then said, "Yeah, the that's Friday, so. Amity yeah. says to me, we've got we've got a very expensive coffee machine. Why do we buy the coffee yeah. machine now? Yeah, right. Nice. I've got, I, I turned forty this year. You do? Yes, you do. And there's a there's a 
and I don't mean this in a wanky way, but there's a part of me that wants to see how fit I can get. Yeah, I love that. Like, oh, oh, you I just decided you... that now or you've been... You no, just I've just... all, like, you know, you guys know me and I think probably some of the f- people that listen to this know that I love going for a run and I some triathlon and all that sort of... I do, I like staying fit, but I've, I've probably never tried to like really commit to... To fitness, big. Oh well, I sent you that challenge, didn't I? The fastest nine holes of golf, which yeah. was twenty three minutes. <laughs> so the guy did nine holes of golf, and tw- in twenty three minutes, he ran and finished the holes of golf. Play yeah, yeah. twenty three minutes. Yeah, so I, I, just, I would sent it to Liam. I said, "Can we break this?" I this said year? to Lisa, "I said that bloke's probably better than me at running and, and golf. golf. So His <laughs> golf was actually really good. Oh, he'd be he'd be a scratch golfer. He'd be ridiculous. He was in the bunker though. But I, I do turn forty later on this year, so I do. I am. Look, I'll say it here. I haven't said this publicly yet, but I am going to chase at the Gold Coast Marathon this year. I am going to chase a sub-three-hour marathon. (gasps) Wow. That is going to be the goal for this year. Well, you know that friend of our show, Peter Bedell, he's done sub-threes. Oh, well, yeah, he's a whippet. And he's the bloke to talk to. um, And the work he – anyway. Tell you who's inspiring me at the moment. I think you can do that. Yeah, your mate Merrick Watts. Oh, We should get him on the show, actually. Yes, he's so good. We'll get him on the show. Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations with the present moment. First right here on the rush hour. This is Dobbo's Mail. Well, while everybody's battling the heat, rugby league teams are right in full swing of pre-season training. Down at Red Hill today, uh, the Broncos... I don't know why, but 9.30, they decided oh. to start training. And they trained through to 11.30. And, and hats off to them. They were absolutely flogged by Dave Ballard and the strength and conditioning team. And it was bloody hot. I read the Gatorades are going down to treat today. Well, they did have the, the, the buckets with the icy towels and they were putting oh. them over the necks in the break. Anyway, around about an hour into the training session, uh, what looked like at the time... A, a really big turning point for the season for the Broncos was Adam Reynolds, their captain and their magician halfback, going down with an ankle injury. He was assisted off the field. And you know it's serious when – because they're training on the bottom field at the moment at Red Hill. They put him in one of the carts and they took him around the long way back to the club so no cameras could see him. So the severity of it was. Now, there was lots of reports that he'd injured his ankle badly. Um, I've got some really good news he had scans this afternoon, um, nothing serious. The scans were positive. Uh, he just said muscle and ligament damage. I'll be back training next week. Ligament's so, not great. Is that yeah. directly from Renault? That's directly from Renault. He texted me and said, mate, I've, I, I tried to get him on here this afternoon. He said, they've gone to Twin Waters for the rest of the week in mm. camp. Um, the Lions are actually up there with the Broncos together. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> what they? They're at Twin little... Waters. The Lions That's and the Broncos really are at Twin Waters. popular in the off-season. Yeah. AFL and NRL getting together and well, practicing. All... A lot of clubs are doing well, it. Well, they're doing that. They're up there. I don't know if they're... Well, collab. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot of uh, kicking practice. But what does that mean for Vegas? Because when... How long is that? Uh, Vegas is five weeks away. Oh, um, that's not too bad. He will, he will be there for Vegas. Jesse Arthurs is the one that I don't know will make it for round one. He's got a bad syndesmosis. But, mate, as if Renault's going to miss Vegas. Let's be serious. <laughs> it's, it's, he'd he'd wear a needle. moon boot. Oh, yeah. It's like when you hear the players talk about, oh, if this were a final, I'd be playing. You know, yeah. if, they, if they've got a little soft tissue injury that they're like, oh, it's a regular season game, I'll just sit it out. But they're like, if it's a final, I'd be playing. This is the same thing. Yeah, this is it. If it were Vegas, I'd be playing yeah. on it. Yes. Well, that's playing. good news. Though. Yeah, like from it looked a lot worse than what the result has been. Scans positive, strained muscle and ligament. And nothing serious. Back full training next week. 
Uh, so looking forward to that. Oh, that's good news for them. And uh, the Titans as well, first preseason, full preseason under Dez, all going well under the mastermind coach. Yeah, there is some movement there. Um, I'm going to give you guys some. The, the Titans are doing a phenomenal job. Dez is absolutely putting some grit in there. But there could be some movement in their roster in the next week. Watch mm-hmm. this space. A you've big give na- it, you've no, got to give us more than there that. There's a big name initials? player that wants out and... They are just Tino's working is, through it. Tino's literally got a big name. Tino's the captain. <laughs> he's never going Arlen. anywhere. He's, he's a Didn't lifer. did he just sign a decade-long yeah, he's contract? He's there, mate. He's not going anywhere. Okay. All I'm saying is a little bit of unrest with some of those so big names. players. Move on. I'm not doing it today. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. But right now, I mean, it's, oh, it's all about the heat. It's all about the heat. Yeah. I have never sweated so much in my life. It's just a sauna all day. It's awful. And Chub Rub, oh, I mean, it's real. It's real. It's fire. I, I would go as far as saying the last couple of days, throw in yesterday and Saturday, mm. to be honest with you, have been up there with the most offensive days I've, I've had in the southeast. I mean, it wasn't just the heat. Mm. It's the humidity that sends everybody trop over. Like, and it does crazy things. It yep. really does. It really felt like Singapore. You know, when you walk out in Singapore and all the condensation on the, mm-hmm. if you had the air conditioning on, it's exactly like that. And it hits you in the face like a blanket. Yeah. You, If you plan on doing any exercise, if you don't get it done before 5.30am at the moment. Don't bother. Write it off. Mm-hmm. There's no point. It's, That's it been is... the reason why I haven't trained a lot. Yeah, yeah sure. I'm blaming the heat. The heat has caused me to not train. It is not shocking, yeah. but I do feel very privileged because I sat in air conditioning all morning this morning. I was watching the tradies at the house next to me. They were just churning away and I thought, gee, I felt bad. Just can we stop there? Yeah, I mean, you perving on tradies is not where we were going. If you missed it last year, Lisa was a single woman at the moment. Thanks a lot. And it seems like you're putting that singledom to use, yes. Liesl Jones. He was an older gentleman, but anyway. <laughs> hey, let's not be fussy <laughs> at this state, please. Beggars can't be choosers, right? I mean, so, the older, I'm an older generation. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but in saying that, I felt very sorry for the tradies well, that were slaving away in the heat which today. Which brings up a great point because you, the three of us, cushy jobs, oh, we're sitting in a beautiful we, yourself. We are. Sorry, you've got the heart of you got the hot part of the studio over there. Dude. I was out in the heat this morning. The spotlight <laughs> on you. Reporting news, breaking news. Ah. <laughs> I did sit in my I, car I for a bit. I cannot <laughs> take you seriously. But there are people actually doing genuinely taxing jobs in the heat. Yeah. yeah. We did this last year at about this time of the year, I reckon. So let's bring it back. One triple three five three. Are you the hottest person in South East Queensland? And we don't mean physically. We don't mean that Lisa's staring out the window watching you do your job. We mean hot centigrade-wise. Because today in if you were Brisbane... Asphalt, if you were pouring oh, asphalt today, yeah. you would have to think I would have you to would be the hottest, wouldn't you? Air conditioners. People installing, oh, installing air, con- air in the roof. Air, the apparent temperature, which is the feels-like temperature... Reached forty one today. Is that in, right in Brisbane? So one triple three five three. If you think you're the hottest person in South East Queensland, you've got a hot job. We did, do you remember what yeah. the winner of this was last year? No. Do you remember Dobbo? No. This was the winner. This is the reigning. This job is the reigning champion of the hottest job in South East Queensland. Twenty years ago, I was a chef, and yep. mate, the hottest day in construction does not come close. To what it's like working in a kitchen. Oh, really? I can imagine. Imagine the ovens just really? pumping it out. We've got a roofer admitting 
that their job is not the hottest oh, that in the round. Is- Chris and Kalango, are you South East Queensland's hottest person today? I'd just like to say thanks to the last caller. He made me feel a bit better. I'm a chef. Oh, hey, not really? There we go. How hot does it get in your kitchen? It's 47.6 today. Holy moly. Chefs. You've got a newfound respect. I remember that. We've got a newfound respect for the chefs. Mm. So let's go. If you're a chef out there, if you want to defend your hottest person in Queensland title, give us a call. Or if you are somebody, as you said, you're putting air cons in or you're pouring asphalt, want to hear from you. One triple three five three. Give us a call. It's the Rush Hour on Triple M. Brian and Manly, are you South East Queensland's hottest person today? I sure am. Tell us how hot you are. Uh, well, we were working on a roof installing a ducted air conditioner today in Wakerley, and it, usually roof temperature is always 20 degrees above ambient. So if it was 35 degrees in Wakerley, it would have been about 55 degrees inside that roof with no breeze. No. Oh. So oh, what, yeah. you, you take a water bottle up there? You, oh, you've got a water bottle, wet, cold rags, bottle of ice. Anything. Are you oh. stripping down to the budgies, Brian? Like yeah. No, I'm actually, I'm actually in denim jeans and a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, well, I know that I'm in jeans as well, and a few people laugh at me, but I get it. No, I'm with you, mate. I understand do, your pain. Do not. Yeah. Our air conditioner set to twenty degrees. Do, do not try and put yourself in Brian's <laughs> yeah, shoes, please. mate. Or his hey, denim jeans. That's insulting. Jeans, hey, that I'm matter. in denim jeans. Uh, Derek insulting. from Deckerman, how are you, mate? Fantastic, guys. Great to have you back. Yeah, Thanks, mate. Dan. Thank you. Uh, are you the hottest person in Queensland? Well, I thought I was, but I think I'll make you stop me. <laughs> what do you do, Derek? I'm a tree lopper, mate. So uh, today we worked out at Anala, and uh, we had 43 degrees out there with the old supposedly feels like 47. Yeah, yeah, and it was hot. How far up you go with these, in this kind of weather? How far up the tree do you go? Mate, i got guys, it was a 30-metre iron bark today, so you straight to the top, and... Uh, the problem with my job is you start off with shade, but as the day goes, yeah. you shade disappears. What, are you chipping it straight away or are oh, you cutting mate, it up we... a wood? No, that's it, mate, straight in, chipping it. So it was a horrible landing space. Everything had to be roped into a small area. Oh, so... I love tree talk. I love tree talk. I love tree talk. Dubbo, we'll let you and Derek catch up and talk more trees later on. Dwayne from Duraki, the hottest person today. Yeah, I'm out of Carroll Park making truck and car batteries out there. It was 40 degrees. About 45, they were saying, but in our sheds where we have lead pots going at 450 degrees, 500, nah. it was 55 and 10,000 batteries on charge, and it was like 55 degrees. What could go wrong? Could go wrong? Hey, oh, Dwayne, do you remember when you were at school when it hit 40, they send you home from school? I yeah. mean, this is what we've got. You've got to call in the mercy rule. If it gets over well, 50, you're home. What we did, Dobbo, today, we stopped the guys every hour to give them a 10-minute break, fill them up with cold water. We had a Woolworths truck deliver a pile of water this morning, yep. put them in air-conditioned rooms every hour for 10 minutes. Good That's on you. Nice. Dobbo's actually asked for give a water, a water a break a in the middle of, the of the show day. today, Dwayne. He reckons that we, we've got the heat rule in place here in the studio. <laughs> Simon from Glenview, are you the hottest person today? I think so. We, uh, I've just done a, I'm a caterer uh, yeah. and a pizza chef. So oh, today we just did a job for an unnamed insurance company in the middle of the sun here on the sunny coast uh, in a yeah, black shoebox is the trailer, <laughs> standing in front of an oven that's around about 500 degrees. Oh, so yeah. open fire, she's yeah. pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Sweat dripping into the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a pizza, but I'll tell you, the crack of the ass gets a little work out. Oh, righto. Oh, Simon. Simon from Roachdale. Oh. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. <laughs> Are you the hottest person in Brisbane or Queensland, well, South East Queensland? 
doesn't sound like it anymore. <laughs> but I'm in uh, plastics manufacturing, so we're in a tin shed with seven heated machines at about 250 degrees each. Oh, jeez. Oh, I mean, so, uh, uh, look, we got uh, all this is reminding me is how much I love standing in this air-conditioned studio. Yeah. Really, it is. It just as much as I want to reward Simon for having sweat dripping down the backside into the pizza, I do want to go back to our man Brian, who's in denim jeans in a top of the roof. Brian, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Brian. We're going to declare you South East Queensland's hottest person for 2024, my friend. Beauty. And we are going to send. I enjoy it. We are going to send you along to the nice, beautifully air-conditioned Nissan Arena, so you can check out the Brisbane Bullets taking yeah. on Melbourne United, my Beautiful. friend. Beautiful. Very controversial call from the Australian Olympic Committee off the back of the Tokyo Olympics, where. During COVID, we know that athletes had to be sent home 48 hours after their event to prevent the spread of COVID. Now, the controversial call has come for the Paris Olympics this year that they are going to make a very similar call. Now, Hamish McDonald from Channel 10's Project explains. The Olympians are speaking out against a divisive new rule at this year's Paris Games. It'll prevent athletes from staying on in the village after their events have finished. Swimming star Ariane Titmus has called the ruling a rip-off, but the decision-makers say it's to stop partying that disrupts those who are still competing. Completely understand the partying aspect. I think it's a completely the wrong call. Ariane Titmus and Kaylee McEwen have come out and slammed the decision because they were also a part of the Tokyo Games, knowing full well that that was the most important call in terms of mm. the COVID uh, spread. But now they're saying that there's the uh, Australian Olympic Committee are saying there's not enough beds in the village for people. That's the reason that they're sending people home. But as soon as a swimmer, in particular, because they are the first week and they finish in the first week, if you finish your event and yeah. you're on day one, in 48 hours you will be, le- be leaving the village. Yes, you lose your spot. You, yes, so you will. your bed will be up for grabs for someone else, but also you won't be able to support your other teammates. Hang on. Can you just go back a bit? So I just want to get a couple of these things straight. So this is an Australian Olympic Committee. This is not the, the overall IOC. The IOC no, thing. so they're okay. saying there's a shortage of beds in right. Paris. Okay. Well, okay. First it hasn't off, been an issue before. First of, can I just say this now? Some of these uh, menu um, countries, menu you know countries, <laughs> cull them. If you want to get more beds, if you're not a major, if you if you're just going to go there for the sake of competing and you're not even a threat, out you go. Oh. So that'll give you some more beds. But I just want to say this now: what the, right does a what view right, and what of right does a Marshall Islands and Micronesia? No, I wouldn't be sending them there. Have your own little thing. Anyway, can I just say this now? Why are they whinging? Why why are these swimmers whinging about you've competed, you've, you your events are over. You haven't got a God-given right. Well, when we is- won the grand final at the Condamine Cards, oh, no, did no, we go, no, hang no, on. No, that's really no, 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 hang on. No, no, no. Hang on. That's that was as big an no, event no, that no, I've I'll been to. No, I can't believe that they're whinging because they don't get to go to a party. Have a party with your friends somewhere else. Well, Pay for the it. The problem is the swimmers don't get to go to the opening ceremony because their competition starts the next day. So typically they miss out on that and they have to wait for the closing ceremony. The problem is a lot of the athletes are saying, well, we can't get accommodation now because it's so expensive and there's nothing available, backpack. so <laughs> stay in a hostel. My son's doing it. My 18-year-old Lisa, son's backpacking. what happens after you've – I mean, you've been to four Olympic Games. What is it – what does that 
that second week when you're not competing look like for an athlete? Look, let's be honest. The swimmers can be a little bit disruptive and partying sure. because it is once every four years. Yeah. And But that is kind of part of the games. And we are always respectful of the other athletes that are competing. So it's always making sure. But the problem is that's not what they're saying. They're saying there's no beds there, which I just don't think is true. Maybe we could just send the support staff home if they're not needed. Maybe we could keep the athletes. But I do get the point that they might have benefited from this in Tokyo where the other athletes might have said, oh, actually it was better when the swimmers weren't here. But this is a once in four years opportunity to compete. The swimmers win the majority of the medals. They deserve to be able to let their hair down and party. Absolutely. Yeah, of course they do. And stay in the village. I agree with all of that. But they don't have to do it in the Olympic Village. Just be like a normal person. You're nah, an athlete. You nah. So do you know, when the rugby double. league team win a grand final, I'm sorry. These athletes have earned the right to not only go there and compete in their events, but then to enjoy the... Let their hair down and the, party. The single yeah, other athletes from around you the world. Pay. Go and pay. No one's saying don't party. They don't get paid do anything. Well, they get paid the bare minimum. Well, either when I was they... playing for the Condamine Cods, I Stop. didn't get paid anything. Right, I'm taking your microphone down. That's all right. <laughs> uh, look, I want to continue talking about this, Lisa, because the, your, your Olympic... You know, you've been to four Olympic Games, and I want to hear what these. No, your microphone is still off. There is so much more to the Olympic Games than what is actually just partying in the second week. There's important things. We're going to go. We're going to go after hours with Lisa Jones. We're talking about the controversial decision from the Australian Olympic Committee to send the athletes home 48 hours after they compete in Paris in 2024 Mm. at the Olympic Games because there's a bed shortage, apparently. That's right. I'm going to say it's probably more so the partying from the swimmers that they probably don't like so much, but that's the history and the culture of the Olympic Games. The Mm. swimmers do all the hard work in the first week. They tend to win a lot of medals. A lot of pressure and expectation is put on them, and there is an understanding that we're allowed to party in the second week. It's like Big Brother. Other up late. The best it stuff is, happens afterwards. Totally. So as you can imagine, so what are we world's talking about hottest here? athletes are yeah. in the village and you know, prime of their life. Why wouldn't you? It is is it a it's a it's a bed jumping contest, isn't it? You know. <laughs> well, apparently in Tokyo the beds were made of cardboard, so there was actual genuine risk that right. it, the beds might have broken. But <laughs> it's you know, like of course that's gonna happen because you know, people are Fit and, and it fertile. Now, okay, <laughs> now Dobbo and I are the we are the we are the we are the fans. We are the supporters. We're never going to be talented enough to get there. Is that mm. what it's like? Uh, it is for some people. I wouldn't say it was well, certainly you went to for four me. Olympic Games. Not yeah. talking about you, but do you, at four Olympic Games. Yeah, you see some stuff. You see some stuff. Yeah, you do. You have to room with other people, so uh, you've got to be, choose very carefully who you room with. Uh, there's a lot of parties as well. So all the so for the second week, all the sponsors put on their parties. So that's their opportunity oh. to celebrate the athletes that they've sponsored this whole time. So one of them we had in particular was a speedo party. Was very popular because sure. all the swimmers would go there and celebrate. And so in their speedos. Ha- in their speedos. No. They they would actually put clothes on, not many. But, uh, you know, you had people like Michael Phelps who was sponsored by Speedo. So you had from around the world all these athletes coming together and partying. I do remember one in particular, and this was probably the most fun. I don't remember a lot about it, but it was after Athens. We went to a mini party, so mini cars, the, the mini, mini Coopers, yeah. and out the front, I don't know what island we were on, but it was on the beach front, and out the front they had minis in cages, so a full mini car locked up in cages, like out the front there was two of them, and there were mini cars all the way through this club. And you want to deprive our Olympic athletes of yeah, this how experience? Dare you? Oh, I don't think how I'm, dare you? Now, all I'm saying That's is, rude. and let's just get this straight, right. I want them to go and party. 
but just like a normal Australian, after you've done your job, which your job at the moment is to be a professional athlete, no. you go and pay for it and do it yourself. I, I don't can't think it's afford a, it. Well, you know what? This get a rich boyfriend this, or get a rich girlfriend. They, it's a they, very easy they, thing. I would. Uh, I think if you, Lisa, I think if you if you ask these Olympians in training. Part of that four-year commitment is not just for the thrill of becoming an Olympian, oh, but no. it is for that one week it's of celebration the they get. No way, no way. You That's don't train the like that experience. to have a week on the drink afterwards. That's not your goal. Your goal is to win an Olympic medal. You don't to win get that. a tramp stamp Olympic rings tattoo for nothing. Correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah. so I can't can say it. anymore. I can't say anymore. Rush out a triple M. We turn our attention to Heritage Bank Stadium on the Gold Coast. And if you needed an omen that the Brisbane Heat would prevail in the Challenger final tonight against the Adelaide Strikers, just look at the weather. Yeah. I mean, mean, seriously. (laughs) It's ominous. It has been Brisbane Heat all day. (laughs) And tonight we hope the Brisbane Heat prevail. They are fighting for a spot in the Big Bash final against the Sydney Sixers. We're joined by one of the men who will be out in the middle tonight. Friend of the show, Mr. Matt Kuhneman. Good afternoon, Matt. Afternoon, guys. How are you going? All right, Matt. Obviously disappointed with the first match in the semifinals, but the beauty of leading the competition after the regular rounds is you get a second dig at it. How important is tonight? Uh, yeah, so important. I think we've played such good cricket throughout the whole tournament. Um, I think we deserve to be in the final, so um, the boys are really pumped and ready to go for tonight. There's been a few catching issues in some of the games. Um, has that been something that we've worked on in the in the time between? Yeah, definitely. I think that the coach sort of uh, had a compulsory team fielding session yesterday. So <laughs> um, we just you know, ticked that off. And um, no, that's part of cricket. Everyone sort of tends to drop catches, but no one means to do it. So... Um, no, we sort of we'll fix that tonight and hopefully come away with a win. Uh, just to go inside that training session, Matt. So is that just old school cr- school cricket when it's just <laughs> sky high catches and just sitting under it? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Um, no, but we sort we, we sort of do catching every training. But um, no, we made a bit of fun, bit of competition. So no, it's, yeah, it's all good. I, I was going to say, Matt, if you play cricket your whole life, one of the the things you all know how to do is catch cricket balls. Some days they stick, some days they don't. Yeah. Can you, like, I mean, did you guys go out for a feed at a pub the night before or was there something different in your preparation? Because, mate, they were raining bullets and not one of them was sticking. <laughs> no, that happened. Like I said before, that's cricket. Um, maybe it was so hot, so I, I put it down to that, the hotness. Um, Humidity. Humidity. I'm so putting it down lot, to the coast. I'm putting it down to metric on stadium. I mean, seriously, you Gabba trained. You guys, you've had a lot of success at the Gabba. You shift south 100 kilometres down the road, and you know what? It's tears. I just hope tonight's not the same. Yeah, I don't think we dropped the catch all season at the Gabba, but all of a sudden... Bloody (laughs) test cricket. It it must be easy now for the the Coonerman clan to get along tonight. Obviously, you've got a lot of family on the coast. They'd be thrilled with the uh, short commute to tonight's game. Yeah, a lot of family and friends. So uh, they're stoked. Just about 10, 15 minutes down the road. Um, No, they're happy. That's probably the the big positive um, coming to the Gold Coast is getting to play in front of a lot of... Family and friends such as um, Xavier Barlett and that's little Gold Coast boys as well. Matt, we know it's been so hot in southeast Queensland today. Do you get to play in singlets at all? Do they change <laughs> up the uniform so that you can have something a little bit lighter and a little bit more breathable? <laughs> We're not allowed to play in singlets, but um, that we do get given singlets to um, to train in, but. <clears throat> No one really wears them apart from Spencer Johnson. So. Uh, yeah, Matt, I'm glad you mentioned that because Lisa asked that question with one person in mind, and it is Spencer yes, Johnson. Yes, it was. Yep. She's a bit of a fan. How, can we just check on Spencer's uh, relationship status? 
Oh, no, he's, he's fully taken. So no, he's been, okay. he's had a girlfriend for about 10 years, but yeah. that doesn't stop him from wearing a singlet, though. I can if it's probably, <laughs> if, it's, if it's five degrees, you'll probably still see him in a singlet. Hey, uh, Matt, the other thing, we, we you mentioned Xavier Bart there, the official golden arm of this year's BBL. He's just been called up today into the ODI squad for the series against the West Indies. Must be a thrill for, for him and for you as his teammates. Yeah, I'm so stoked. Um, really well deserved. So he's a, he's a class bowler and he's one of my best mates. So to see him get get a call up to the Aussie team is yeah, that's really special for him and his family. All right, tonight Heritage Bank Stadium on the Gold Coast. Adelaide Strikers, they've done the hardest road trip in cricket. They've flown over to Perth. They've knocked off the Scorchers, the reigning champions. Now they come to town to take on the Brisbane Heat, the best team in the regular season. Here's hoping, Matt, we see you down at the SCG Wednesday night having one tonight. Best of luck. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. First show back, done. I had forgotten how to do my job. I was very concerned. But I feel like we've done pretty well. <laughs> we stayed on air, so that was good. Thank you, Liam. Well done. Yeah, it's been a big day. It's Dolo, been a big it was day. good to see you and yeah. hear about your Vegas trip. Yeah, well, today was a big day as well. It was like Vegas was good, but today was a significant day in our life because for Kylie and myself, um, Ella Daisy went off to her first day of prep. She did not start she did. school she today. She started school this morning. She's not old enough to be she starting is. She's school. She's five and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so off to, off to prep she went. Um, she was well and truly ready. She uh, <laughs> led the charge. Uh, uh, she is an absolute star in mm. our eyes. Um, and for Kylie Knight, was a, um, I mean, we obviously co-parent. We love her dearly. We're great friends. It was magical. Um, did you cry? No. No, I didn't cry. Kylie cry? No, not at all. Really? Kylie didn't? There was tears, and but it was perspiration because it was so bloody hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, will say, I will say this. Without a doubt, we were the oldest by 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think of was, oh, the twins. That's another five years <laughs> off till the oh, twins start. Like, yeah. we are going to be literally like, oh, you're there with your grandparents. You're there with your grandparents. <laughs> oh, you've got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, it, no. full on, full on. But it was happy. I mean, did she have it? Did she have a good day? Well, let's talk to the one and only Ella Daisy. Hi. Hi. How are you? How was school? Good. Was it good? Did you make lots of friends? Yeah. Who Who did you know? Did you know anybody there? Um, only two friends. Yeah. Um, were they all nice? Um, yes. You were very brave. Were you the Were we the first? Was your mum and me the first people to leave? Yes. Oh, that's all right. I'm so pleased that you had a good day. Did you like it? Was your teacher nice? Hmm? You liked her? Yes. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, I love you and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Ella Daisy, that is beautiful. She, she gets a bit, she gets a bit gun shy. She's real chatty, and then she just gave you donuts. You know yeah. how you know how I've talked to you about you you the fact you have a bit of a tone problem. Yeah. If you use the tone that you talk to your beautiful daughter with in general life, those tone problems would go away. No, that's not you sound like you sound like a lovely, warm, caring person <laughs> when you're talking to your daughter. <laughs> Find there's a heart in there, Tin oh, Man. Every single the Brisbane Broncos media managers are listening to that thing. What did I ever get to do with that Dobbo? <laughs> you're not a five-year-old. Went up to Renault. Was like, did you make friends? <laughs>
<laughs> How was your Do you have a teacher? Is Kevin Walters your teacher? Imagine <laughs> if you said that. Oh my gosh. Did you have a we need to set Dobbo a challenge of behaving at a press conference like he's talking to his five year old daughter. What was in your sandwich I'm today, Adam that. Reynolds? Des, do you think you'll start AJ at fullback? All right, we've had enough fun for today. We will be back tomorrow. Another chance oh. to win yourself one hundred dollars. When we play play under pressure, Lisa Jones, you've had all day to prepare this. (laughs) I'm not going to use this one, but bonsoir. Oh, no. (laughs) Farewell, my neighbours. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Lisa Jones, Liam, and Dobbo.